Last week on the No Mercy Podcast. Guys, I just had a dream of after I buried my son, Bobby Jr., a person walked up and put their hand on my son's grave. All of a sudden, Bobby Jr.'s head popped up out of the ground. Was it attached to anything? Not as soon as Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I have some hope, and I really hope it's not false Wait, hope. you have some hope? Ooh, he might not be a zombie. He didn't look like it. He was just a little dirty. And he didn't say anything about brains. A really good fool. You see up ahead, there's a horse lying on the ground in the middle of the road. Uh, there's a lot of blood around, and then there's a, this body up over the top of the horse. And he looks at you all and just says, Brains! Oh, shit, zombies. Roll initiative. Fighting zombies till their face round. So it just smacks the side of your head, and you see his flesh starting to decay, and then it smacks the other side of his head, so his whole face looks like it's starting to decay. And Ralric just slowly collapses to the ground. Fucking pokes it with his long sword. The uh, the long sword just kind of, <laughs> just like a quick little poke, and it just falls apart. <laughs> Shoot, right? where where'd this thing come from? Like, I never seen one of these things before. Our heroes find a holy town. You finally come up to a town without walls. There are two guards standing next to the would-be entrance. I'm Randy Sandello, <laughs> and I'm Sandy Doll. And we welcome you to Alltail. The rules here are very simple. <laughs> Respect all churches. No fighting unless it's in the pit of the gods. And don't confront others solely because they don't believe in the same god you do. And choose the god they will fight for. Okay, which yeah, which church do I go to? Uh, which is the one with Gond in it? I forget. I'm keeping an eye out from a pan palace. I'm interested in my own temple now. You do, after looking around a little bit more, you see the eight-pointed star, which indicates Corellon's uh, temple, and you're able to head that direction. Um, once I've seen everyone else go into their respective temples and they're completely out of sight, I wander over to the Temple of Mask and go inside. Hey, guys, let's all split up. Good plan. Unknown territory. Bye. What's your fantasy, cheese wit? Lacking in the smarts, the cleric does the touchy feel like grumpy healing arts. A broken hearted ranger with a dragon slaying bow and a sweet singing gnome who tackles every foe with no mercy. No mercy, no, no, no mercy. No, no mercy. Before we jump into this episode, just a heads up. This episode is a little different. What is happening here is each of the four players are going to have their own separate session where they each go into a different church. So you'll be hearing what happens as each player goes to their respective churches. And let's hop in. So as you walk into the church, you notice how beautiful it is. The floors are a polished hardwood, partially covered by intricately woven rugs. Beautifully crafted weapons and armor hang from the walls. 
The room is much warmer than you might expect, and the smell of sawdust fills the air. It is cozy. A gnomish male, who has gone almost completely bald and has a terrible comb over, walks up to you. He is wearing thick spectacles and his beautiful eyes look into yours. Welcome to the Church of Gom. Have you been following Gom for long, or are you here to explore and find the deity that you feel most connected to? <laughs> uh, hey, hey there, little guy. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, I am here uh, because I just love Gom so much. And I think um, I, I'd be very good for fighting for Gons, you know? Give a deception check. Uh, I will do that with my dice that I have prepared already. Yeah, and I'll insight with my dice that I have prepared too. Oh, it's a good thing we're both so prepared. Uh, that's a pretty good roll, actually. Uh, deception? Yep. 18. So, why don't you really just tell me the truth? Well, uh, what, what do you mean? I just, uh, I think I'd be good to fight for Gond. I mean... <sighs> Sounds like you just want to fight. Well, uh, all right, little guy, listen. I, I really like fighting, okay? I really like fighting. And they said you have to be with a religion to fight. So, I'm uh, I'm taking on Gond, so that I can fight for Gond. So he uh, can't really wrap his arm around your shoulder, so he does it around the back of your kneecap. And he <laughs> oh, kinda, what are you doing? What are you doing? Come on, let me show you. And he kind of pivots you out just to look outside. Yeah. Um, and you see, actually, give a perception check. Nat 20. <laughs> okay. So, right as you turn around, you see Funky's figure, and then it immediately disappears. I see Funky's figure? Like, like, you, know, like you see Funky walking up the steps, and then, like, right when it gets inside, it disappears. Into this, into the current church? In the like one the- year end. So, you see him walking, like, walking up the at the top of steps, walking right into the door, and then just he all of a sudden vanishes in thin air. Okay. Uh, whoa, whoa. How, and you can you... give an intelligence check. <laughs> My strong suit. Uh, that's a six. Okay. So you, I'm just, you go for it. You don't know what that was. Uh, uh, what, what the hell was that? How, how'd you, how'd you do that little little dwarf you said he was a dwarf he's a gnome oh gnome sorry how'd you how'd you do that what are you talking about you had me look this way and then you made like you made my friend funky come up the stairs and then you made him disappear i don't i don't know what you're talking about i just wanted to show you outside to show you all the other churches yeah but funky was just right here and then he just and just like looks in behind like is there anything (laughs) Any place he could potentially hide behind, I'm. He's looking all around. You know the, you know those gifts of everyone like hiding behind blankets to their dogs, and mm-hmm. then they, when they drop the blanket, they're not there, mm-hmm. and the dogs go nuts. That's what Chest is doing. He's like, <laughs> he's uh, like quickly looking behind everything, like what, 
Monkey, where'd you go? So give one more perception check. Uh, that one's a seven. Okay. Uh, yeah, seven. So all you see is you notice movement to the right, and you see Reloric going into uh, the church. Okay. Um. Okay. Who hey, are you? Okay, there, guy. I. Yeah, I, I guess so. I. Maybe you can teach me that trick later. Uh, anyway, what did you wanted to show me? What outside? I just came from outside. I, like. Well, have you really taken a look at all of the churches? And he waves his arm in front of him. And yeah, just... yeah, I saw the churches. Yep, they're there. Have you really looked at them and seen if any of them connect to you? Well, I mean, I don't know. Someone, someone tried to like pull me into another church when I walked in here, but this one seemed good. Mm. You may have been touched by a deity. Interesting. Well, why don't you take a look around and see see what there is out there? Oh, I just want to find... Okay, okay, fine. I will go. You don't want me? I get it. We might want you. I just want to make sure you make the right decision. Yeah, okay, fine, Mr. Gnome. What's your name again? My name is Darian. Darian, okay. Darian. Uh, well, Mr. Darian, are you... You're like that fruit that smells real bad, right? Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. We have these fruits up in the mountain. They smell like feet. Oh. I think they're called Darians. Well, I hope I wasn't <laughs> named after it. <laughs> uh, okay. So Chess just walks down, the, like, frustrated, frustrated, walks down the stairs, and he's just, like, looking around like, like, yeah, okay, I'm looking at the searches. Okay, give one more perception check. Uh, 11. Okay. Growing up in the mountains, you didn't really see a lot of religions or churches or any sort of texts. So pretty much all... It was mostly survival of the fittest. Yeah. So pretty much all of the... um, All of the symbols you don't really recognize, except there's one. Okay. Uh, at one point when you were with your Goliath tribe you had stayed in one location for a few years and atop of the building that you stayed in there was a purplish sun with a black skull on the front of it and you see that symbol uh, about five churches down okay a purplish sun yep with a skull in the center uh, okay, so that's really the only... Uh, uh, do I know what that is? Nope. I just recognize it. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Darian, what's that What's that purple sun place down there? Oh, that... Uh, that's Cyric's church. Cyric. Okay. Uh, it's, it's just I've seen that one before up in the mountains. Uh, I, I doubt that that would be a place for a fine gentleman like you, but who am I to judge? Well, oh, what's, what's, uh, why do you say that? Oh, I mean, I don't really want to badmouth any other churches, but that church tends to be uh, a lot of no good. Okay. Uh, so, I mean, you can at least 
you don't have to stay there. You can check it out, and then if it feels like that's not your place, you could come back to us. Was there anything else that you saw that you recognized? Well, no, not really. Most of the other ones, like we didn't have a whole lot of churches up in the mountains. Hmm. It was just kind of like survival of the fittest. You, you know, you 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 pray to yourself, and you you hope that you're strong enough to keep going. Hmm. And that's that's about it. Well, if that isn't, I mean, you could look at the church, and if it isn't right, you could explore some other ones. We just, you, they just need to make sure that you are a, a true, devout follower before they let you battle for them. Oh my gosh! Okay, battling for the wrong go- the wrong god and doing it falsely is frowned upon. Oh, okay, and chest sort of just like. You know, ugh, sort of quickly jogs over there and is like, okay, I'll take a quick look. Okay. So do you go over to Cyrix Church? Yeah, I'll take a. He just jogs over to Cyrix Church. As you walk into this church, you see the skull with purple sun symbol on the entryway right in front of you. So it's an open door, and you see on that, like a normal entrance, there's that back wall right there. Yeah. Uh, there are two pathways, one to the left and one to the right, that both lead to black curtains. The walls are a light beige. Surprisingly, a Goliath greets you. Even oh. more surprisingly, this Goliath has a full head of hair and no tattoos on anywhere that you can see. He is about a half of a foot taller than you and much, much more slender. He smirks at you and says, Welcome, Goliath. You've come <laughs> to the right place. Oh, hi. Uh... What? I don't see many glass around around here. Do you know Skull Stanley? I do not know of a Skull Stanley. Uh, yeah, you you don't sound like you're from you're not from the Sharp Mountain Range, are you? I am a descendant of Goliaths from there. I've grown to be a little more civilized, and now I am here at Cedric's Church. Right, okay. Uh, where are your tattoos? Uh, that is for less civilized Goliaths. We do not need to entertain ourselves with markings all over our body. Right, but I'm pretty civilized and I got them, so, like, uh, I'm not really sure what you mean by civilized, because I got them. You know what, Nimrod? Um, you don't... You don't look like you're very strong. I, I, I am uh, more of the arcane nature. I am not much of a fighter myself. Well, that don't seem right. Okay. This is all very confusing. Listen, am I supposed to be here? Oh, like I said, you've come to the right place. Come, come. Oh, okay. And just will follow him. Okay. He leads you through uh, the curtain to the left and says... You can go to the other side tonight after you've secured the victory for us. Shall Uh, we see if he grants you the blessing of communicating with you? Yeah, sure. What's what's your name? My name is Dimitri. (laughs) Dimitri, okay. Uh, Also not a name I'm familiar with up in the mountains. Uh, Dimitri, okay. So who am I going? I'm going to go talk and communicate with someone. Uh, and that, we will see if you are connected to Cyric in any way. Okay, and he's going to let me fight. 
if if that is his will, yes. Okay, so uh, okay, let's get this over with. I'll go talk to Cyric, and then we'll go do some fighting. Okay? Is it going to be you and me fighting? No, you will fight against other representatives from other churches. Okay, well that's good because I don't think you'd be much of a fight. So you look into the room and see that there are multiple people sitting against the walls of the room and they all look at you as you arrive. A couple of these people are Goliaths and the rest are of different races. You see in the middle of the room a hollow half circle and it's golden. It's about two feet in radius and it currently sits on a pedestal and it's not tipping over as you might expect. It's a half sphere, you said, or half circle? Yeah, yeah half sphere. A half sphere, and it's facing up? Or like... Yep, so it's like, it looks like a bowl, except okay. it's completely rounded on the bottom. Okay, but it's not tipping over? Right. And Dimitri says, Dunk your head in and open your eyes, and he may speak to you. You want me to put my head in that big old bowl of water? Uh, yes. Uh, okay, you guys gotta say it's pretty weird, but just so I'm clear, if I do that, then I can fight. Uh, if he accepts you, yes. And I have a feeling that he will. Okay, this is a lot of ifs, but alright. Um, does, does Chess feel weird about this situation? Like, uh, is he getting any, I guess, is he getting any bad vibes from them? Insight check. Uh, 15 insight is uh, 0, 15 uh, you haven't you've only been into two churches to this point yep. Gons and this one right now so mm-hmm. you don't really have the experience to know whether this is typical behavior or not Okay, like you're not sure if you can trust this guy one way or another but you're also not sure if this is what it's supposed to be like in churches Okay. Okay. Um, all right. I'll put my head in your bowl and we'll... I'll, you want me to open my eyes? Yes. It will be very quick if he chooses to speak with you. All right. Chess just wanders over and while he's walking over, he's like, Hey, y'all, how's it going? And, <laughs> and uh, says, All right, let's do this. And puts his head in. So you walk up to the bowl and you notice that the liquid is a very, very dark black. And as you dunk your head in, do you open your eyes? Yes. So you open your eyes and your vision goes bright white and then black again. Mm -hmm. And then it flashes to uh, you and Pip and Funky and Ralric walking down the road. and you see a road sign, and to the left is the Can Whisper Forest, and it shows you straight is Pesops, and you all start walking to the left. To go to the forest? Yep. Okay. Uh, then there's another flash, and Ralric brings you to, to a town, and you find that no one is there. So this is later on. And then finally, there's one last flash, and Ralric sees both you and Funky sleeping. Uh, you're both sleeping on your backs. Uh, Funky and Pip are on watch. Oh, sorry, Ralric and Pip are on watch. Uh, they both walk up to you and to Funky, 
they kneel down next to the both of you and they each slit your throat. So Relorik slits your throat and then Pip slips Funky's throat. Shoot. And then your eyes shut close and you get thrown back about five feet. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. What was Did he it? speak to you? Well, uh, no one really said anything. Uh, no one spoke to me, but there was like a movie in the water, a bunch of like pictures in there. Um, that with my Wait, friends. You saw something. He it, it it communicated with you. Well, he didn't he didn't say anything. I thought, geez, it seems like you need help communicating. He did not say anything to me. It was pictures. Yes, 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 yes. And then all, all the other people in the room start like leaning forward and looking at you and I, I think I think I think he, he did he communicated with you I think you you are to be a champion oh okay uh yeah sure uh does that mean I get to fight well I could keep changing voices <laughs> <laughs> well I mean yes this will mean you'll get to fight Okay, and uh, that's real good. That's real good news. But quick side, quick side question: um, yes. What, what, uh, what was, what's the deal with those pictures in there that he showed me? Like, that is not for me to say. I believe that is between you and Cyric. Okay, and so like, was that some sort of dream or something I had? Like, did I? How, how long was I under there? Did I, I sleeping for a bit? You are there for no more than a second. Oh. Okay. Uh, so, like, there's not just a bunch of pictures at the bottom of that bowl that you guys put in there? No, there is not. Okay. Okay, where, now, how do I go talk to Siric? Because I got some questions for him based on those pictures he showed me. Uh, you'll need to pray to him at night. Oh, Okay. Uh, how do I pray to him? Do I just... Uh, hold on. Hey, Cyric! Cyric! That's not... No. Hey, hold on, hold on, I'm praying. Cyric, hey, that, uh, I got questions about... That's not... I'm trying to pray, okay? Got questions about those pictures you, you don't just showed pray. me? You just... Yeah, hey, Cyric! Uh, God damn it. Where's, where is Cyric exactly? So, when you are alone at night, you close your eyes and you speak to him in your mind uh, okay so oh man I feel like you guys are real dumb you, your mind can't speak your mouth speaks okay I think that's pretty basic stuff your mind like you know that right like we're speaking now with our mouths why did he choose you <laughs> <laughs> yes yes uh, why don't you come back later tonight if you have, if you have um, defeated him, then maybe defeated who? Uh, whoever you're fighting against. Oh, okay, yeah, that'll be easy. So when I've defeated him, yeah, sure. When you've defeated them, come back and we'll discuss how you can communicate with Cyric. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, because I got some questions for him. Sounds good. So, like, do I need to go start? Prepare him to fight. Like when's the fight? It'll be later tonight, but you can you can peruse the town if you wish. Uh, okay. I guess maybe I'll go like start stretching or something. 
<laughs> okay, it was it was great to meet you. Uh, yeah, it's good good to meet you. Dimitri. Dimitri. Yeah, did that's what I said, Dimitri. Yeah, Dimitri. Yeah, Dimitri. Okay, yeah, Dimitri. Okay, see you, Dimitri. It's Dimitri. Yes, yeah, so, uh, that's what I'm saying. Jesus. Chess walks out. Okay. All right. So that is where we will end with you. <laughs> okay. Uh, this is going to be interesting. I am excited to hear this episode. It will be interesting. I feel like you're plotting against me. No, why would you ever say that? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Hey, Claire's here. Yeah, it's her oh. turn. Okay, it's time for me to go. Goodbye. Bye. It's your turn. I hate this. I think this uh-huh. is amazing. <laughs> As you... So if you remember what happened last time is you all kind of scattered and went to your own uh, churches. You saw the pan flute atop one of the churches and you pretty much just booked it for that after Chess ran into Gon's church. Mm-hmm. So as you approach Pan's temple, you can give a perception check. Shh, let me just get these dice in. Yeah. Uh, nine plus two, eleven. Okay. So you're walking closer and closer to the temple and you hear music and singing getting louder and louder as you get closer. And that's it? Yep. Okay. I'm going to go into this temple. Okay. So you walk in and notice that there, as soon as you enter, there is a glass ceiling allowing ample sunlight to come in. Uh, Mm. The entire temple is one large room. And there are gnomes, dwarves, humans, and elves sitting around playing instruments and singing. Um, Pip is very, very nervous, <clears throat> like sweaty as all hell, because the last time he was in a church was when he was in Hippa Blue. <clears throat> he has kind of been scared of the church since he left. And so under his breath, he's humming to himself. <laughs> Pip went in the temple to pray He doesn't do this every day Two penny is a lot to say Let me just get all this out of the way I had the flute, I thought I lost the flute It turns out my grandpa was a doucheroo I feel like I'm on the brink of being a divine link But I need my flute so I can root to do Hey, hey Nice. You see bagpipes, a drum, a dulcimer, a lute, a horn, and a file player. A dulcimer? Yes. Pip is aroused (laughs) in this church. (laughs) So you hear the the songs of triumph and despair, happiness and loneliness, and all of a sudden they come to a stop as you are kind of singing and mumbling to yourself. The room has white, black, and gold tapestries hanging from the walls and transparent gold curtains surrounding the playing area. Mm -hmm. One person who is not participating, a gnome with dark skin, light brown eyes, and black hair, uh, he kind of ushers the others to to keep playing, and they they start playing again. He's dressed in white and gold robes. He says, Welcome to the Temple of Pan. 
Have you been following Pan for long, or are you here to explore and find the deity that you feel most connected to? Uh, mm, mm. Um, I do know about Pan. Um, I just, um, uh, I've been on a hiatus. Are you trying to get back into the Pan、uh, situation here? I would like to get back into the panorama scene. Great. Well, I heard you humming over there, and it definitely seems like this would be your type of thing. So why don't you come sit down and play play with us? Uh, I mm, okay. <laughs> Come on, we love all people: gnomes, dwarfs, elves. Well, maybe、humans. not all people, but I will observe. <laughs> and they they all usher you to come sit down. I'm so、circle. nervous that I'm gonna be recognized because I do have a familial Engelfeifer nose, and、mm. uh, you know it's hard to hide that. And so, yeah. <laughs>、uh, you sit down, and it's kind it, of gnomish. Yeah, <laughs> it's gnomishable. Hmm. <laughs> So you see, yeah, they just start playing and jamming out again, looking at you and trying to get you to join in. I'm tapping my knee symbols together, like, yeah, what? This my instrument, shrug. Uh, and one of them stops playing and then points at you and says, "An Engelfeifer, come、Fuck. on, play with us." Ah.、Uh, <laughs> I get that all the time.、Um, I'm an Engelfaffer. We're one of the lesser-known families from Hippoblue. And he runs over to you and takes a pan flute out of his pocket and says, "I bet you know how to play one of these." And he shoves it right into your face. Oh man, I'm feeling bad, bad PTSD. How do I roll for recovery from PTSD? What's that? Charisma. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I don't. Was PTSD check? <laughs> I don't know. I like. I really don't want to、uh, play the flute because I feel like it's not mine. We'll like, say calm save. I'm gonna con save this. All right. Shit. Well, that's bad. Bad. I rolled bad. It's four. Oh. So you are just—you see this flute shoved in your face, and you are just starting to shake with nervousness. I grab it and I blow straight down, like I put my mouth on the top, not across, so it makes a beautiful lyrical flute sound. It just sounds like air being blown through nothing. <laughs> and then I hand it back, and, and I look ashamed. And he looks at you and says. It's okay if you haven't picked it up in a while, and he shoves it back in your face. Come on, anybody who's a follower of Pan can play with us, good or not. It's okay if you're terrible. <laughs> terrible. It's not my flute. He, he keeps ushering you. Come on, play, play, play. So what do I do? I guess I, I don't know. Yes, and like I guess I play. <laughs> <laughs> and you start to play, and like they all start. Like giving you the nod because they're all playing their instruments and they don't want to stop to you know 
say anything. I'm doing. I'm doing like if you know how there's rhythm guitar. And yeah. It's just, I'm doing like rhythm pan flute, so it's just like one note, and then when they chord change, I'll go to my next note. Okay. Do a performance check. That that is better. Uh, that's a nineteen. You are nailing the shit out of this one note playing and out of this rhythm pan flute playing. Yeah. The the drummer actually stops and lets you guide guide the the rhythm of the song and starts kind of playing off of you and everyone's getting into a little bit more. Praise pan. And they start singing and singing and swaying back and forth. And your vision as you're playing like starts going in and out and you're just uh playing without even realizing that you're playing it's like you're uh you're doing something that you haven't done in a long time it's like riding a bicycle but it's all like muscle memory yeah fluting. yeah and you're you're just getting really into this rhythm your vision's going in and out and then all of a sudden it goes dark and you don't see anything but you hear this voice and it says is it Jennifer? <laughs> hey! hey! <laughs> says Pip you've been dealt a raw deal have I? I'm, I'm pretty awful I'm pretty bad all the time maybe it's like the regular type deal that you get Yes, but you did not deserve to be sent out of Hippo Blue. That might be true. My memory is still, like, healing on that. (laughs) You visited the Oracle, and he didn't really even give you a chance to change your question. Oh, no. Yeah, that, that, that's, uh, that's also true. (laughs) <laughs> so, Pip, I want you to come back to following me again, and to do so, I will give you a gift. I will answer one question of your choice, and it will be just between you and me. Neat. Okay, 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 okay. I'm not, like, searching previous conversations <laughs> at all right now, <laughs> like, motherfucker. Um... Okay, um, when when we were in when when my buds, my my adventure buds and I were in um, Juliet and Garrett's, not not their house. We were on on their on our way to their quarters. We found an orb, and it made us remember things or see things. A lot of us remembered things. One of us saw the future. Um, but then after all of that, we saw a creature, and it looked like a dragon gorilla baddie. <laughs> and it told us it was going to make our lives awful again if we kept on this course. And I, like, who, what was that? Who was that? Who you saw was Fraz Herb Lou. Why is no one else listening to this conversation but the most <laughs> reliable character? <laughs> Wait, Fraz Herblue? Yep. F R A Z 
then space URB, and then a quote like the apostrophe LUU. Man, I wish someone else. To- I, Pip needs Pip needs a chaperone at all times. Fraz, Fraz, wait, what, what is it? Who is he? Fraz Air Blue is someone that you really do not want to mix yourself up with. Too late. We're so mixed. <laughs> Fraz Air Blue is the Prince of Deception. I thought that was me. <laughs> He is a demon lord, and he's known for complete and utter lies and chaos and promising things to people and telling people different things in order to uh, get them to do his bidding or harm themselves or put themselves in the wrong path. If he has his eye on you and he has an eye on the other divine links, that means you need to be very careful about what you trust and what you don't. But if this cult, like this F-U-L cult that was set up and doing all that junk, like he could have just got them to do whatever he wanted and committed whatever mass suicide happened and man. You need to work on this, Pip. You need to question things because if you don't, you may follow into a trap of lies. I'm so easily tricked. And now you hear music again, and you hear, pray to me, Pip, talk to me again. I'll speak with you soon. And the music starts back up. And Okay, Jennifer. <laughs> <laughs> and you're back conscious again. Hey, friends. This is some sweet jam session. I'm feeling really uncomfortable and I have to go talk to my traveling buds before I forget. So soon. Is there anyone else cool in this temple that looks like their useful traveling compatriots? Uh, perception check? For investigation. No perception. 20 mod 20. Uh, you look around and all of they're all just ev- a bunch of fucking hippies, eh? It's it's yeah. a bunch of musicians. Uh, you think that this uh gnome that talked to you he seems to be the head honcho around here, um, but everyone else just seems to be here for the jam sesh. Okay, gnome who talked to me, what's your name? My name is Dillum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dillum, I'm going to be back later for your sweet hacky sack circle, which will inevitably follow this service. <laughs> well, that would be great. It was uh, wonderful to meet you. Mm-hmm. I've been I've been touched by the Lord. <laughs> I'm gonna go out and spread spread the word, or at least some words that I heard in my brain space. You do that, and then would you like to be our champion for the battle tonight? Wait, is it a fighting? Yeah, it's it's a it's a sparring thing. Nobody's going to die, but uh, we could really use someone with your musical talents in order to represent. Pan's people well. 
Pip silently, and it's a big deal for him to be silent. That's not necessarily his strong suit. Silently gestures up and down his very short statured body and low, low muscle mass <laughs> ratio and shrugs. And he oh. points to your rapier and Ingelfeifer, I know that you all are great with swords and you have been touched by magic. I feel like you might be able to hold your own. Is this a solo endeavor? Like, am I doing this by myself? Yes, it'll be against other followers from different churches. Is there like a, a, what's it called when you have like weight rankings? Like, am I in the light class? (laughs) No, it it, it is. There aren't weight rankings. Um, But if you decide to participate, uh, Anne will be very happy with you. I do. I I do have that like deep, deep pan guilt. Okay, you have the deep, deep pan guilt. Yeah. Okay. Um, and is this sorry? Is this an observed event? Like, is there an audience? Uh, there usually is an audience. Yes. So in my brain. I'm taking, I'm assuming that if I agree to do this, that my good, good healing funky will be bleachers. And so I'll be like, yeah, I'll do that. All right. It... Pip, doesn't do, Pip doesn't do anything with a safety blanket. So. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. It was great to meet you. I'll see you later this evening. Yup. Okay, bye. Bye. Pip, pip, pip. Nice. Good job. <laughs> I am really scared of talking by myself when there's no other faces or voices. Yeah. So. <laughs> but it was fine. And now you know things. Ooh. Fuck. And I, I did write them down for <laughs> real. They're written down in this really nonsensical document that I swear I keep, although it doesn't seem like I keep any sort of documentation. Uh, so, if you remember last time where we left off, uh, Chest ran into the Church of Gond, Pip went to run off towards Pan, and you saw Funky hide behind a bush, and then you saw him walk out and go into the Temple of Gond, or Church of Gond, and you went off to Corellon. Yes. That is what I wrote. <clears throat> so, you walk into the Church of Corellon, and there is no one there. The walls are dark green, and not much light is getting into the area. Your dark vision kicks in to help you see. You can give a perception check. Yeah. I should open the bag earlier. 19. Okay. So you see very faintly on the wall in front of you. Um, you see there is the word listen. Listen, huh? Mm-hmm. Listen for what? Can I perk up my elf ears? Sure. Give one. Actually, I'll just bank this on your last perception check. Uh, you hear wind behind you. And as you look ahead, you just see nothing but walls. But you hear wind behind you, and it's blowing. And it's blowing towards 
uh, one section of the wall. But I'm in a closed room. Yeah. Like the wind is coming up from behind you, but it's blowing into uh, one of the walls. That's funny. To your front and left. Uh, I'm going to walk over to it. Okay. Wave, wave my hand in front of it. So you wave your hand in front of the wall and nothing happens. But you still hear it and it's blowing into the wall at that point. This is strange. I'm going to touch the wall. Okay. As you touch the wall, your hand starts to pass through. Uh. So I'm going to pull my hand back and look at it. Did anything happen to it? No, it looks perfectly fine. Looks normal. I'm going to stick it in a little further this time. That's what elbow, she said. Elbow deep. <laughs> I'm going elbow deep within the borderline. <laughs> All right. You reach your arm in elbow deep. Don't yeah. feel anything. All right, you get back out and look again. Yeah. So you look again. Perception check. Ooh, six. Looks perfectly fine to you. <laughs> okay, good. Um, I'm. Can I tell how big this gap is? Uh, not from. You didn't unless you wave your arm around. You can't really. Gotcha. You just put it in and out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna try and just scooch into this thing. I ain't scared. Okay. So you start walking into it. Your left arm kind of uh, bounces against a barrier of some kind, but you you tuck around it and are able to slip inside. Uh, you walk into the room and you see that there are sets of shoes next to the door that you just walked through. Uh, there is grass in front of you, which would be up to your ankles, and there are small trees scattered throughout the room, no larger than three feet tall. The ceiling has a long slit about two inches wide, allowing the sunlight to touch only a small section of plants throughout different parts of the day as the sun moves through the sky. What do you do? So it's like an indoor garden thing? Yeah. And there's shoes there. Mm-hmm. Elven shoes? Uh, shoe type. Investigation, I guess. Hmm. Niner. Uh, they look to be of mostly larger sizes, which you would probably equate to elves. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Seems like this is some sort of holy garden type situation. So maybe taking the shoes off is a respect thing. Do I feel threatened by this garden? We'll do... I guess an insight check on, on the garden. Just trying to decide if I should also take my shoes off. Yeah. Ah, four. <laughs> um. You can't. You don't. You don't really have these these, <laughs> these feelings about whether this garden is you know inviting or not. Hmm. All right. I'm just gonna go with my gut then and take off my shoes and put them in a row. Okay. And walk in. You said there's lots of little trees and mm-hmm. grass. I'm gonna step into the grass and see what that feels like. Yeah. It feels really nice. You have grass between your toes. It feels kind of like when you were a kid playing outside. Mm-hmm. 
good memories. Um, all right, I'm gonna walk. Was there anything on? Like, is this room closed? Yep, it's closed except for the small slit in the ceiling. Weird. I wonder where these shoes came from. <laughs> this is just a shoe storage and tree growing facility. Hmm. I walk into the middle and look up into the slit. Okay. You walk into the middle and look up into the slit and a hand appears from behind you and gently places a black cloth over your eyes. You hear a whisper. He wishes to speak with you. Here, drink. And a bowl is placed into your hands. <sighs> Sketchy. <clears throat> um, am I still, my eyes are still covered? Yep. Forcefully? Yep. Lovely. I'm going to smell that bowl. Uh, it smells very fruity. Yummy. All right, I'll play. I'm going to drink it. Okay. So you drink it and give me a con save. Uh, what do I roll for that? It'll, the saves, I think, are on the, should be on the top of your sheet. There's like five of them or six of them. Oh, yeah. Save it. Gotcha, gotcha. It's still a 20, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a, that's a three. <laughs> you modified collapse under <laughs> just immediately you, you drink you drink this <clears throat> as soon as it hits your stomach you just fall to the ground and you uh, your vision goes dark and your eyes open and as you're looking up through the slit in the roof again you see this figure just walk over to you and hold out a hand. Mm-hmm. A hand that's trying to pick me up? Yeah. I'll take it. So you take this hand and it's very, very strong. And it, this uh, individual lifts you up onto your feet and just you look at it, this individual and you see it's a, a male elf uh, with a very intricate bow, more in- even more intricate than your Tirvanus bow. Uh, he's got short blonde hair, uh, a blue cloak, and mostly gold and yellow clothing all over, along with this gold sword uh, with a light blue hue around the outside. Uh, you also see the symbol of Corellon hanging from uh, his neck, which is an eight-pointed star. Um, he looks at you and says, It's nice to finally meet you, Ratherick. I'm Corellon. The Corellon. Yeah, that is, that is me. Wow. Does he look aged at all, or he's kind of like godly non-aging? Godly non-aging. That's beautiful. And he says to you, "We can only speak for but a moment, so listen." Yes, sir. You need, you need to start listening to Tirvanis. He was my most trusted ally. And he can be the same for you. You must learn what is going on in the world. You must learn who's doing all of this. You're so narrowly focused on Talamite. I guess you call him Scaly McFiretits. <clears throat> that you aren't looking for connections. Why did she do what she did? 
you know that dragons are smarter than to act on a whim. A terrible thing is happening to us now. Lies are building up around you, Ralric, and if you don't start fighting for the truth, the lies will suffocate it, and you will die. And you start to blink, and you're back on the ground again, and you look up and you see uh, an elf just kind of crouching by next to you. Hey, what did you see? Uh, I saw Corellon. Whoa. No kidding. (laughs) That means you have to be a chosen one. You certainly must fight for us tonight. I'm I'm a chosen one? Just because I had a vision? Corellon only speaks to very few that pray to him. And have you come to this temple before? Not that I know of. So he's spoken to you in your first time. There's something special about you. You must fight for us tonight. Fight with who exactly? They're chosen ones in the, in the pit of the gods. You must fight the other chosen one once. And if you bring victory to us, then Corellon may speak with you again. I have to fight against other chosen ones? Yes, but it is non-lethal. As soon as you get knocked out, our healers come in and make sure that that person doesn't die. Why should I believe that? Well, it is what we've always done. Did Did they not tell you this when you walked into the town? Did... Uh, Rainy Sandello and Sandy Dollop not say this to you? I think they did. Um, I have trouble remembering why why they need to fight. It is to... We're trying to fight for our gods and to show who is a true and strong deity. You're fighting for Corellon. Mm-hmm. Why do we need to show that the deities are strong because we need to help them gain more supporters I mean they're already deities but they gain strength from their followers mm-hmm. well it seems that Corellon's got my back so far so I would want to help him then will you fight for us What are we fighting? Is it like Battle Royale? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's pretty much whoever was able to uh, get someone to fight for them for the evening. They will all go into a pit and last one standing is the victor. Mm -hmm. Okay then. And the victor tends to... He would tell you this. The victor tends to... Uh, get some something from the god, whether it be uh, a small vision, token, uh, just something tends to be rewarded to the victor. It can be anything from something very s- small, like a gold coin appears as soon as you win, or it could be something to something larger. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I kind of want to help Corellan. I've feel like I 
I wanted to ask questions in that vision and I didn't get a chance. It's all very one-sided. Maybe that will be a gift to you. You can ask a question to him. Maybe. What's your name? My name is Yargith. Yargith? Yargith. Yeah. (laughs) My parents weren't the best namers. (laughs) And is this your job here to watch over the, the temple? I watch over the temple, try to recruit people who seem like they would be a good fit, and I try to find proper uh, representatives for us in the Pit of the Gods. See, there's only a fight once a week. Mm-hmm. So, um, and fighters are getting more and more scarce, so... Before I do anything, answer me a very important question. Yes. What's with all the shoes in the greenhouse? Oh, we just don't want people to be walking through this holy ground. They take off their shoes and they go to the rooms to the side. And you see any points to a wall, a wall over there. You can stay here tonight if you wish in one of the rooms. I don't see any rooms. It's through the wall there. Is it more secret wind passages through the bricks? Yeah, this is like uh, that level in GoldenEye 007. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> Old world golden eye. Um, okay. All right, Yargith. Yar- Yargith? Yargith. All right, I'll play this game tonight. Wonderful. I'll make sure that you get signed up. <laughs> Is there like a roster? <laughs> uh, they just they just want to know ahead of time how many people will be fighting. Mm-hmm. How many churches are in this town? There were 25. Good lord. So if everyone's... But not all of them will have a representative. No, we could have a good baker's dozen battle royale here. That would be quite the show. Mm -hmm. Our last battle had about six people. Sounds good. Well... My aim just gets better by the week, so it's going to be rough for everybody. Wonderful. I can't wait for you to uh, fight for us tonight. I'm ready. Is there anything else you need before you start your preparations? Are we still in the garden? Yep. I'm going to put my shoes back on. Okay. I don't want to lose those. Very well. We're getting blisters and shit in this battle. <laughs> <laughs> Very wise. Um, can we check out these rooms? I'm going to see where I might be staying. Sure. Uh, you go to the wall where he pointed. Do you, do you do the same thing? Just yeah. Like, stick my hand in. Okay. Uh, stick your hand in. Again, It's goes right through. I'm going to go into it and see. Okay. So you... Um, I assume shoes are still off, cause, but you just grab them. Yeah. Uh, so you, you walk into the room. There's, again, more grass, and then you see uh, little... Not... They're kind of... They're pretty much like hammocks. You see 
hammocks hanging and you see a couple bodies uh, that are in a couple hammocks just by the way that the canvas wraps around them um, but they're tied with uh, hemp and rope uh, off to the sides and you just, there's a lot of vines just dropping down but this just seems like a almost like a hostel indoor camping I like yeah. it um, we're hammock people alright so I'm satisfied I'm just didn't believe him that there were rooms back there. <laughs> cool. Um, it's nighttime, right? Uh, no, I think it's midday-ish. Hmm. All right, Mister Yargith. So, what do we, what do we do until the fight? Uh, you can explore more of the town. Maybe go to the shop. Uh, check out the fighting pit to see if there are any advantages or anything that you might want to try while in there you can also stay here and relax and prepare it's up to you mm, the pit sounds good go okay. scope it out see how big this thing is cool so you walk outside mm-hmm. okay and that's choose where we'll choose back on <laughs> And that's where we'll stop for you. Okay. This is going to be fun to piece together, huh? <laughs> yeah. All right. So, if you remember from last time, uh, you pointed out the Gond Church to Chess, mm-hmm. and he immediately bolted for it. Then Pip ran off to the. Uh, or you went behind the bush and hid there, and Pip ran off to. Pan's church. Uh, Ralric saw you go behind the bush and you sent out your duplicate up and into the church and then dismissed it. Yeah. And uh, then he was like, okay. And he went off to Kralon's church. And then you, once he was out of sight, you hopped from behind the bush and snuck off to the Temple of Mask. Mm. Wait, what What church was it that I saw Ralric go to? Kralon. Kralon. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you sneak into the Temple of Mask, and there are two human women standing by the door, both of pale skin and donning black and crimson robes. You see in the entrance that there is a black and crimson mask on the opposing wall. There is one doorway to the left, obscured by plenty of crimson drapes. One of the women speaks to you and says, Welcome, please, right this way. She motions you to where the crimson curtains are. Um, do I, can I see anything from where I am standing? Uh, Perception. Okay. (laughs) Natural 20. You notice just around the entranceway, it's basically meant so that people can't really see in without actually entering the church just so that nosy people walking by don't know what's going on uh you can see that a very small slit in the curtain you just see that it's uh a room a dark room okay and the the girls that are standing there at the door um are they wearing masks like i'm used to 
No. Okay. They are not wearing masks. All right. Um, I guess I follow them for now. Cautiously. Okay. So they start bringing you to the curtain and they both open up for you for you to walk inside. Okay. Um, I take a step in and look around. Okay. Uh, as you walk through the curtains, you see that this room is empty with what appears to be bedrooms branching off from the small room. Uh, you see this all very slender figure walk out from a room to the right. So the bedrooms look to be straight in front of you as you walked in and to the right, there's this other room. This tall slender figure walks out uh, with a mask on and says, welcome. Uh, welcome. Do, do you have a, a mask for me? I, I didn't bring one with me. How curious. You don't keep one on you. My travel companions aren't necessarily aware of who I am. And I was raised to believe that subtlety is paramount. It is. That's why you see me with mine on now. Best to keep this one. And she hands you a mask with black mask with just crimson all throughout it. I put the mask on. Very well. Would you come with me? Um, yes, I follow. Okay. She guides you to the room to your right. Uh, as you walk in, you notice that there is a small tub on the ground with black liquid inside. And she smiles at you. There's a room with black liquid inside. It's a small tub. Small tub. Um, I turn and just ask what what is what is this? I, I have not, I'm not familiar with this. Perhaps he wants to speak with you. In order to speak with him or listen to what he has to say, you must approach the tub and place your face inside, opening your eyes. Um, can I tell if the... Is it male or female? Uh, female. Can I tell if she's being deceitful? Uh, insight check. Uh, another nat 20 there, Tyler. <laughs> okay. Um, <clears throat> you can tell that uh, she... This is normal procedure um, for followers of Basque that she likely brings them in here, has them dunk their head in, and uh, can tell from them doing that how much of a link the person might have to mask okay um i walk up and put my face in and open my eyes as she's asked okay so as you open your eyes your vision goes 
completely dark. And all of a sudden, you see this vision in front of you, and you are with Pip, uh, Ralric, and Chest, and you're walking towards Pesopt, and you see this road sign, and it shows to the left is the Can Whisper Forest, and straight ahead is Pesopt. And you all start walking down the road towards the Can Whisper Forest. Then there is another flash, and you see that there are the four of you and you're all in an empty town. Uh, Pip remarks that it's eerie that Ralric's hometown is abandoned. Uh, you see another flash and you're staying in a home uh, in this town. It's nighttime out. And Pip and Ralric are both on watch. Uh, and you and Chester are both sleeping. You see both of them walk up to both of you sleeping on your, who are, you're sleeping on your backs. They kneel down next to each of you. And then Ralric and Pip both take out a night knife and Ralric slits Chest's throat and Pip slits your throat. And then this goes dark again and you get thrown back about five feet. As you wake up. Jeez. That is frightening. Huh. I can see that he spoke with you. What? Have you put your face in there before? I have, but very rarely have I been able to communicate with him and never on the first try. What? What do they? What do you? What do you typically see? Uh, Is this? Is this premonitions or what? Or is that the is that the word? Future vision. I think it's best. I think it's best to keep what he said to you to yourself because you do not know who you can trust. I do not know what what he said to you. Sometimes he speaks. Sometimes he shows things that he believes will happen. Oh. Okay. Um. Can I look around the room real quick? Is there anything else that I can see? Are there any windows in this room? Uh, no, you have... So you have your dark vision, and uh, this room is very, very dark. Um, like you look around, and you see that there are no other people in this room, just you and the one person with the mask on. And you said it was... Um, Ralric went for chest and Pip went for me, or other way around? Yep, Ralric went for chest and Pip went for you. Huh. Um, I was hoping to get some information about an item that he sent me. Is there someone I can ask? He or she uh goes back to the door and closes the curtains and and walks up to you and says I can help you but you must not show people what you've been given or talk about what he has given you they'll be very jealous so um I so I you don't want to see or you won't be able to help me or you can help me I will help you but do not go waving these items around. Others will become jealous and they may try to win favor with Mask. 
in, in uh, eliminate you to move up the pecking order. Okay. Uh, I pull the bag of holding out of my my pack mm. and show it to her. Uh, she starts uh, holding it, looking at it, and puts her hand in and takes back out, and there's nothing there. Um, and puts her hand in again, about elbow deep this time, looking uh, like it should be hitting the bottom of the bag, but it's not. And she takes it out again, and she says, Ah, uh, yes, he gifted you a bag of holding. Do you, can you... You tell me what it does. I, I've I've tried putting things in and they they disappear, but I can find them again. A bag of holding holds items in another pocket dimension. They cannot be found when they're in the bag of holding, and you can carry more than you normally would be able to because of this bag. They, because they are in another pocket dimension, uh, the, their weight isn't on your person. It's in the other dimension. Intriguing. This... The, this will be helpful. Thank you. And I tuck it away. I suggest hiding your mask in there. Yes. Uh, I will before I leave. Thank you. Will you grant us a favor before you go? Uh, for the cause... For the cause. I'm sure you saw the fighting pit as you walked in. I have, yes. Though we are trying to remain secretive, our numbers are dwindling. He needs more support. We would like you to enter this uh, fighting pit uh, this evening. Um, Battle other champions of their respective deities and know that this is non-lethal if you get knocked out our healers will heal you and drag you off to the side but the last one standing tends to gain favor with their god and might even get a reward my concern is that my travel companions don't know who I follow Um, once I declare there's no hiding um Mm. yes that is quite the conundrum indeed yes um interesting I will not advise you either way but know that being discreet is something that we always choose but we also need to gain more favor and more followers, and uh, he could potentially grant you something great. Uh, either way, the decision is a hard one. Okay. Um, I've also been in a battle um, just before coming in here, so I, I'm not at my full strength. As soon as you enter the pit uh, on this night, you'll be back to maximum capacity it heals you of, of all wounds and makes the fight as fair as it could be alright um, I can I can do this for mask 
You'll greatly he, appreciate it. If this is what he needs. It is. Would, would I be able to do it with the mask on so that no one can see my face? Uh, if you wish, yes. That is what fighters often do for us, but not all of them. Thank you. No uh, problem. Cool. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I wonder, I start making my way back toward the exit um, and tuck the... Uh, and on the way out, I tell her that I will enter. Cool. Um, I tuck the mask into the bag of holding and before I walk out of the temple well I guess it doesn't really matter does it I was thinking before I walk out of the temple I was going to put a uh, disguised person on myself disguise. but if I'm going in that fight later it probably isn't going to make much difference now <laughs> um, does she follow me out uh, she follows you to the to the curtains but then stops there okay um I put the mask in my bag of holding okay um and I I do cast disguise self disguise self before I wander out the door okay did you have the slot left yeah it's a level two right Mm -hmm. yes I still had two level twos left Actually. Okay. What do you look like? I I make myself look like a random halfling that I saw when we were in um, Theron. Okay. So you make yourself look like a halfling that you saw, uh, light light brown hair, dark green eyes, uh, very what's it called a flavor saver. <laughs> the, the little soul patch. <laughs> yeah, it's the little soul patch. It has a flavor saver. Uh, and just very normal commoner clothing on. Okay. That doesn't look too close to uh, Stefan, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, and I walk out the door and head over to the Gond Temple in anticipation okay. of chest walking out. Uh. You walk into the Gond Temple, and there is no one there. Uh, I mean, there are people there, but there's not chests. So as you walk into the church, uh, you notice that it's beautiful. The floors are uh, a hardwood covered in rugs. There are beautifully crafted weapons and armor hanging from the walls. Uh, The room is very warm, and you smell sawdust. It's cozy. And... A gnomish male who has gone almost completely bald and has a terrible comb over walks up to you. He is wearing thick spectacles and his beady little eyes look into yours. And he says, Welcome to the Church of Gond. Have you been following Gond for long? Or are you here to explore and find the deity that you feel most connected to? Um, I was actually just looking for someone. Uh, have you seen a kind of a Bigger guy, not very bright, kind of gray skin. Oh yeah, the big Goliath fellow. He's not that bright, is he? No, it's definitely not his strong point. Um, but okay. he, he's got other purposes. So he 
puts his arm on your shoulder and guides you out to the entrance. Here, I'll show you where he went. And you walk out to the entrance and he points to the right about five churches down. And you see the symbol. It's a purple sun with a skull on it. And you recognize this as the symbol of Cyrix Church. Huh. Really? Yep, he went, out, he went down there. Haven't seen him come out yet. Okay. Um, so I uh, keep my halfling disguise up and wander down to Cyrix Church. Okay. I don't go in. I don't go in. I just kind of wait outside to see if I see chest come out. But I'd like to hide. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Give a... uh, Yeah, give a stealth roll. been nice to have the natural 20 there uh (laughs) 11 uh okay this goliath i mean i don't want to do it without him here but he walks out and he does i don't know if he sees you or not okay you can start there next time yeah that's fine cool (laughs) yeah interesting that's a very interesting that's a twist i was not expecting Huh. <laughs> well, that, that's going to make things a little bit awkward between me and Chest, <laughs> isn't it? Maybe. <laughs> oh, well then. Thanks for listening to the No Mercy Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at G-N-O-M-E-R-C-Y Podcast. You can also check out our Patreon, our Discord. Links for those are on our Podbean which is uh, nomercy.podbean.com. We appreciate any support that you give us. We appreciate you interacting in the Discord. We appreciate you following us on Twitter. So if you want to do any of those things, thanks. If not, screw, nah, thanks. Anyways, all right, we'll see you guys next week for episode 24 of the No Mercy Podcast. Bye.